0: 1 Samuel 21. Then David came to Nob to Ahimelech the priest. And Ahimelech came trembling to meet David and said to him, Why are you alone and no one with you? David said to Ahimelech the priest, The king has commissioned me with a matter and has said to me, Let no one know anything about the matter on which I am sending you and with which I have commissioned you. And I have directed the young men to a certain place. Now therefore, what do you have on hand? Give me five loaves of bread or whatever can be found. The priest answered David and said, Ordinary, consecrated bread, if only the young men have kept themselves from women. David answered the priest and said to him, Surely women have been kept from us as previously when I set out, and the vessels of the young men were holy, though it was an ordinary journey. How much more then today will their vessels be holy? So the priest gave him consecrated bread, for there was no bread there but the bread of the presence which was removed from before the Lord in order to put hot bread in its place when it was taken away. Now one of the servants of Saul was there that day, detained before the Lord, and his name was Doeg the Edomite, the chief of Saul's shepherds. David said to Ahimelech, Now is there not a spear or a sword on hand? For I brought neither my sword nor my weapon with me, because the king's matter was urgent. Then the priest said, The sword of Goliath the Philistine, whom you killed in the valley of Elah, behold, it is wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. If you would take it for yourself, take it, for there is no other except it here. And David said, There is none like it. Give it to me. Then David arose and fled that day from Saul and went to Achish, the king of Gath. But the servants of Achish said to him, Is this not David, the king of the land? Did they not sing of this one as they danced, saying, Saul has slain his thousands and David his ten thousands? David took these words to heart and greatly feared Achish, the king of Gath. So he disguised his sanity before them and acted insanely in their hands, and scribbled on the doors of the gate and let his saliva run down into his beard. Then Achish said to his servants, Behold, you see the man behaving as a madman. Why do you bring him to me? Do I lack madmen that you have brought this one to act the madman in my presence? Shall this one come into my house? Chapter 22 So David departed from there and escaped to the cave of Adullam. And when his brothers and all his father's household heard of it, they went down there to him. Everyone who was in distress and everyone who was in debt and everyone who was discontented gathered to him, and he became captain over them. Now there were about four hundred men with him. And David went from there to Mizpah of Moab, and he said to the king of Moab, Please let my father and my mother come and stay with you until I know what God will do for me. Then he left them with the king of Moab, and they stayed with him all the time that David was in the stronghold. The prophet Gad said to David, Do not stay in the stronghold, depart, and go into the land of Judah. So David departed and went into the forest of Hereth. Then Saul heard that David and the men who were with him had been discovered. Now Saul was sitting in Gibeah under the tamarisk tree on the height with his spear in hand, and all his servants were standing around him. "'Saul said to his servants who stood around him, "'Hear now, O Benjamites, "'will the son of Jesse also give to all of you "'the fields and vineyards? "'Will he make you a commander of thousands "'and commanders of hundreds? "'For all of you have conspired against me "'so that there is no one who discloses to me "'when my son makes a covenant with the son of Jesse. "'And there is none of you who is sorry for me "'or discloses to me that my son "'has stirred up my servant against me "'to lie in ambush as it is this day.' Then Doag the Edomite, who was standing by the servants of Saul, said, I saw the son of Jesse coming to Nob, to Ahimelech the son of Ahidob. He inquired of the Lord for him, and gave him provisions, and gave him the sword of Goliath the Philistine. Then the king sent someone to summon Ahimelech the priest, the son of Ahidob, and all his father's household, the priests who were in Nob. And all of them came to the king. Saul said, Listen now, son of Ahidob. And he answered, Here I am, my lord. Saul then said to him, Why have you and the son of Jesse conspired against me, and that you have given him bread and a sword and have inquired of God for him, so that he would rise up against me by lying in ambush as it is this day? Then Ahimelech answered the king and said, And who among all your servants is as faithful as David, even the king's son-in-law, who is captain over your guard and is honored in your house? Did I just begin to inquire of God for him today? Far be it from me. Do not let the king impute anything to his servants or any of the household of my father, for your servant knows nothing at all of this whole affair. But the king said, You shall surely die, Ahimelech, and all your father's household. And the king said to the guards who were attending him, Turn around and put the priests of the Lord to death, because their hand also is with David, and because they knew that he was fleeing and did not reveal it to me. But the servants of the king were not willing to put forth their hands to attack the priests of the Lord. Then the king said to Doeg, "'You turn around and attack the priests.' And Doeg the Edomite turned around and attacked the priests, and he killed that day eighty-five men who wore the linen ephod. And he struck Nob, the city of the priests, with the edge of the sword, both men, women, children, and infants. Also oxen, donkeys, and sheep he struck with the edge of the sword. But one son of Ahimelech, the son of Ahidob, named Abithar, escaped and fled after David." Abiathar told David that Saul had killed the priests of the Lord. Then David said to Abiathar, I knew on that day when Doeg the Edomite was there that he would surely... I have three person in your father's household. Stay with me, do not be afraid, for he who seeks my life seeks your life, for you are safe with me. 1 Chronicles 5 now the sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, for he was the firstborn, but because he defiled his father's bed, his birthright was given to the sons of Joseph, the son of Israel, so that he is not enrolled in the genealogy according to the birthright. Though Judah prevailed over his brothers, and from him came the leader, yet the birthright belonged to Joseph. The sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, were Hanak and Pelu, Hezron and Carmi. The sons of Joel were Shemiah, his son, Gog, his son. Shimei his son, Micah his son, Reiah his son, Baal his son, Bera his son, whom Tilgath-Pelneser, the king of Assyria, carried away into exile. He was leader of the Reubenites. His kinsmen by their families in the genealogy of their generations were Jeal the chief, then Zechariah and Bela, the son of Azaz, the son of Shema, the son of Joel, who lived in Aror, even to Nebo and Balman. To the east he settled as far as the entrance of the wilderness from the river Euphrates, because their cattle had increased in the land of Gilead. In the days of Saul they made war with the Hagrites, who fell by their hand, so that they occupied their tents throughout all the land east of Gilead. Now the sons of Gad lived opposite them in the land of Bashan as far as Selca. Joel was the chief, and Shapham the second, then Jani and Shaphat in Bashan. Their kinsmen of their father's household were Michael, Meshulam, Sheba, Jorai, Jachin, Zia, and Eber, seven. These were the sons of Abihail, the son of Huri, the son of Jeroa, the son of Gilead, the son of Michael, the son of Jeshishai, the son of Jado, the son of Buz. Ahi, the son of Abdiel, the son of Guni, was head of their father's households. They lived in Gilead, in Bashan, and in its towns, and in all the pasture lands of Sharon as far as their borders. All of these were enrolled in the genealogies in the days of Jotham, king of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, king of Israel. The sons of Reuben and the Gadites and the half-tribe of Manasseh, consisting of valiant men, men who bore shields and sword and shot with bow and were skillful in battle, were 44,760 who went to war. They made war against the Hagrites, Jeter, Naphish, and Nodab. They were helped against them, and the Hagrites and all who were with them were given into their hand. For they cried out to God in the battle, and he answered their prayers because they trusted in him. They took away their cattle, fifty thousand camels, two hundred and fifty thousand sheep, two thousand donkeys, and a hundred thousand men. For many fell slain because the war was of God, and they settled in their place until the exile. Now the sons of the half-tribe of Manasseh lived in the land, from Bashan to Baal Hermon, and Sinir and Mount Hermon they were numerous. These were the heads of their fathers' households, Even Epher, Ishi, Eliel, Ezreal, Jeremiah, Hudavia, and Jadiel, mighty men of valor, famous men, heads of their fathers' households. But they acted treacherously against the god of their fathers and played the harlot after the gods of the people of the land, whom God had destroyed before them. So the god of Israel stirred up the spirit of Pul, king of Assyria, even the spirit of Tilgath-Pilneser, king of Assyria. And he carried them away into exile, namely the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, and brought them to Hala, Habor, Hara, and to the river of Gozan to this day. Psalm 52 Why do you boast in evil, O mighty man? The loving kindness of God endures all day long. Your tongue devises destruction like a sharp razor, O worker of deceit. You love evil more than good, falsehood more than speaking what is right, Selah. You love all words that devour, O deceitful tongue, but God will break you down forever. He will snatch you up and tear you away from your tent and uproot you from the land of the living, Selah. The righteous will see and fear and will laugh at him, saying, Behold the man who would not make God his refuge, but trusted in the abundance of his riches and was strong in his evil desire. But as for me, I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the loving kindness of God forever and ever. I will give you thanks forever, because you have done it, and I will wait on your name, for it is good in the presence of your godly ones. Acts 15 Some men came down from Judea and began teaching the brethren, Unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. And when Paul and Barnabas had great dissension and debate with them, the brethren determined that Paul and Barnabas and some of the others of them should go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and elders concerning this issue. Therefore, being sent on their way by the church, they were passing through both Phoenicia and Samaria, describing in detail the conversations of the Gentiles, and were bringing great joy to all the brethren. When they arrived at Jerusalem, they were received by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they reported all that God had done with them. But some of the sect of the Pharisees, who had believed, stood up, saying, It is necessary to circumcise them and to direct them to observe the law of Moses. The apostles and the elders came together to look into the matter. After there had been much debate, Peter stood up and said to them, Brethren, you know that in the early days God made a choice among you, that by my mouth the Gentiles would hear the word of the gospel and believe. And God, who knows the heart, testified to them, giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he also did to us. And he made no distinction between us and them, cleansing their hearts by faith. Now, therefore, why do you put God to the test by placing upon the neck of the disciples a yoke, which neither our fathers nor we have been able to bear? But we believe that we are saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus in the same way as they also are. All the people kept silent and were listening to Barnabas and Paul as they were relating what signs and wonders God had done through them among the Gentiles. After they had stopped speaking, James answered, saying, Brethren, listen to me. Simeon has related how God first concerned himself about taking from among the Gentiles a people for his name. With this, the words of the prophets agree, just as it is written, after these things i will return and i will rebuild the tabernacle of david which has fallen and i will rebuild its ruins and i will restore it so that the rest of mankind may seek the lord and all the gentiles who are called by my name says the lord who makes these things known from long ago therefore it is my judgment that we do not trouble those who are turning to god from among the gentiles but that we write to them that they abstain from things contaminated by idols and from fornication and from what is strangled and from blood For Moses from ancient generations has in every city those who preach him, since he is read in the synagogues every Sabbath. Then it seemed good to the apostles and to the elders, with the whole church, to choose men from among them to send to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas, Judas called Barsabbas, and Silas leading men among the brethren, and they sent this letter by them. The apostles and the brethren who are the elders to the brethren in Antioch and Syria and Cilicia who are from the Gentiles, Greetings. Since we have heard that some of our number to whom we gave no instruction have disturbed you with their words unsettling your souls, it seemed good to us, having become of one mind, to select men to send to you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, men who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore we have sent Judas and Silas, who themselves will also report the same things by word of mouth. For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay upon you no greater burden than these essentials, that you abstain from things sacrificed to idols and from blood and from things strangled and from fornication. If you keep yourselves free from such things, you will do well. Farewell. So when they were sent away, they went down to Antioch and having gathered the congregation together, they delivered the letter. When they had read it, they rejoiced because of its encouragement. Judas and Silas, also being prophets themselves, encouraged and strengthened the brethren with a lengthy message. After they had spent time there, they were sent away from the brethren in peace to those who had sent them out. But it seemed good to Silas to remain there. But Paul and Barnabas stayed in Antioch teaching and preaching with many others also the word of the Lord. After some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us return and visit the brethren in every city in which we proclaim the word of the Lord and see how they are. Barnabas wanted to take John, called Mark, along with them also. But Paul kept insisting that they should not take him along who had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. And there occurred such a sharp disagreement that they separated from one another. And Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed away to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and left, being committed by the brethren to the grace of the Lord. And he was traveling through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches.